Good morning to my brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Yolanda, Kenya. God bless you. I greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you are well and things are going well for you there. Today we are going to continue our look at Paul's letter to the church at Rome. We're in chapter 3 of that letter. We're going to go from verse 21 to the end of chapter 3, which ends in verse 31. So let's pray and then we'll read our verses and get started. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. The heavens and the earth declare your glory, and we join in with them, and we also declare your glory, and we honor you and bless you through Christ our Lord. Amen. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. Since God is one who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. God bless this reading and understanding of his holy word. The righteousness of God. God is perfectly right. He's right in every way. His righteousness has been manifested, has been made to appear, has been made known apart from the law. The law was never intended. This is the law of Mo the law of God given through Moses. The law was never intended as a tool to save us, but it was a a signpost, so to speak, to let us know that we needed a savior. It let us know what God's truth is, and because of that truth we recognized our sinfulness. You might think of it as a speed limit sign. The sign doesn't save you and the sign doesn't solve the problem, but it makes you aware when you're having a problem. 
So the righteousness of God, us being right with God before God, has been made known apart from the law, nothing to do with the law. The law and the prophets bear witness to it. They point to it. But the righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus came and lived a sinless life, died in your place and in my place and then was buried and raised from the dead and ascended to heaven and is coming back. He said from the cross, it is finished. What he literally said was tetelestai, which means paid in full, just like a bill is paid in full. He's saying all sin debt of all people for all time has been paid in full. It is finished. I've done my work. But we have to receive the gift. A gift is wonderful, but if you don't receive it, then it just remains a gift, but there's no recipient. We want to be recipients of the righteousness of God, but that only happens when we receive the gift of eternal life by putting our faith, and even that faith is a gift from God, see Ephesians 2, 8, 9, in Jesus Christ. That is the that is the key, is to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that faith also is a gift for God. Uh, so we're, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not in ourselves, not in what we've done or could do or what we haven't done, but in Christ Jesus, in the person of Christ, to receive this gift, this wonderful gift, the good news of the gospel, that Christ died that we might have life because he took our place, he took our punishment, and now we receive that gift from him. If you don't receive the gift, it never becomes yours. How do we receive the gift? A gift is God's grace, something that we don't deserve, given to us through faith, through trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why do we even need that? Well, boy, he makes that plain. For there is no distinction for all, for all, for all have sinned. All have sinned. You have sinned. I have sinned. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God is a holy and righteous God, and he can have nothing to do with unrighteousness. Darkness and light have no fellowship. And the only way he can have fellowship with us and us with him is that we're made right because we have to be right to even approach God, so to speak, spiritually. And we're made right not by works of the law, not by what we've done, not by what we haven't done, but through faith in Jesus Christ. There is no other way. There is no other name given by which man may be saved. It says, whom God put forward, talking about Jesus Christ, he, he sent his son. For God so loved the world that he sent his son, not unwillingly, Christ went willingly. He sent his son uh, to die in our place, and it's as a propitiation, a payment of our sin, to 
purchased for us our salvation, which is to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, in his holding off in the past, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness now so that he might be just. God is just because he requires payment of sin, and it could be no other way. And he is the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Is God your justifier? He is if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you haven't, then he's not your justifier. He's got a gift that he wants to give to you, but you haven't received it yet. What do you do to receive a gift? You do nothing. You receive it. God is the giver. We're not the giver. We simply receive the gift. So how does this all happen? It says that it was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he, God, might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. We're not justified or made right before God by anything we've done. It happens through the justifier, and God is himself the justifier. But wait a minute, verse 27, then what becomes of our boasting? What becomes of our bragging? He said, it's done away with. It's excluded. By what kind of law is it done away with? By law of works? No, no. No, no, but by the law of faith, our boasting is excluded. It is by the word, the law of faith that we are saved. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. For we hold, verse 28, that one is justified, made right with God, reconciled to God, becomes the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, apart from the works of the law. But wait a minute, if I put my faith in God, isn't that my work? No, he says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for it is by grace, parenthesis, a gift of God, uh, that you are saved through faith. And then he says, this not of your own doing, it also is a gift of God, so that no one may boast, for we are God's workmanship. God has done all this. And he says, or is God the God of Jews only? He's not questioning that himself. It's a, a question offered for the point of making this point. Is he not God of the Gentiles also? Paul answers his own question, and he does it with great emphasis. He says, yes, He's God of the Gentiles also. Since God is one, who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith? Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? No, by no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. We uphold the law. The, the law of God is that we are born again. We are reconciled to him through the finished work of Jesus Christ. 
and that we receive that gift of eternal life by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, by putting our faith in him, and God gives us this gift of life. What a beautiful, beautiful picture this is of what God does in us, that we become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you today and forever in Christ Jesus. Amen. God bless you and Lord willing, I look forward to speaking with you again next week.